The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Everybody, welcome to Birthday Boys, a special birthday podcast for the three birthday boys of my brother, my brother, me. My name is Justin McElroy, and it is my birthday on Saturday. My name is Travis McElroy, and it's my birthday on Saturday. Griffin, hi. Uh, it's hi. I'm Griffin McElroy, and I my birthday is canceled for for just the rest of my life. No more birthdays for me. Is it your birthday on Saturday, Griffin? No, oh. my birthday is on Saturday. It's my birthday on Saturday. The McElroy brothers have their birthdays on Saturday. I like to think that when the two of you have birthdays, the world birthdays with you. Well, yeah, except it's not actually their birthday, so they don't get anything. Like you don't, you aren't gonna get gifts, right, Griffin? I mean, if it's Daddy birthday. actually still sends me presents on your guys' joint birthday. Really? Huh. I'm gonna have to have my people. Talk to his people, my birthday people, Griffin. Now I heard you. Uh, I heard you went to Japan, and I think the question on everybody's mind that everybody's been wondering about and is been asking about is, did you get us any birthday presents there? <laughs> um, I got you travel presents. Um, your birthday presents will be American made, American bought, and American owned. Oh my god, this is, such Ameri- a, wait, this is such a good transition into our first question. But okay. we haven't said anything funny yet, so should we keep trying? <laughs> Why start now? <laughs> Why start now? Here's our first question. I recently traveled to South America for a little over a month and got my family members some pretty nice gifts. Normally when I travel, I give suvies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. I was not ready for that part with that little bit of neologism. Let me, mm. I give suvies. Soon after I come back, with candle nights fast approaching, I'm considering wrapping them and giving them as presents. Is this tacky? This is from Classless in Canada. I'm actually into it because it kind of feels like you you were thinking about this so early. Like I I prepped early for your Christmas present. Um, I, and so I, I, was, I mean I was I super say, prepared. I would say there's a caveat though, and that caveat that? is it depend like you can't like. I got you this $3 magnet, but because I got it from out of the country, it pretty much covers Christmas. Like, Has anybody ever gotten you an intercontinental, is that right? Yeah. A, 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 a global gift that you were like, you just blew me away. Or, or I feel like it's, I don't, I'm trying to couch your guys' expectations for the Japanese presents that I got you. Um, but it's, I, I always find it very difficult to buy things overseas that I think is like, this is so dope. They're going to love this. Um, because well, I, you have a lot more restrictions there. I mean, you're handing the person a thing, and you're basically saying, guess what fit in my suitcase? Yeah. Right. Um, guess what didn't or, break? I didn't bring you back, like, authentic samurai armor. 
Right, so you're trying to thread a, a lot of needles. Um, it depends on it also how, how, how far apart your travel and candle nights is. Because if it's, man, I don't know, if it's like nine months, it's like you could have just given me that nine months ago and then got me extra presents. That's what I'm talking to you guys about. Do I ship you guys this shit now and then get you some, some real American, true American presents? Mm-hmm. Or do you only want half of the presents? Because that seems like a pretty easy choice to me. I mean, I, I want double the presents. Right. Do you want to let me off the hook for <laughs> having to figure out what the fuck you guys are into, like what stuff you desire as humans now? How, um, b- how about you just like start buying presents and we'll tell you when to stop? <laughs> just open your wallet and we'll, we'll wave you off. In fact, if you just want to give me your credit enough. card information, I've got a wish list a mile long on Amazon and I will take care of it. Well, I mean, it is also your birthday, so I could just... Man, we're talking... We're getting into triple present territory, and I'm not made of money. I'm made of flesh. <laughs> Can't buy things with flesh. This isn't I, Hellraiser. I would say that, like, you can do uh, souvenirs as presents and, you know, if you're the You're saying person, they're a supplement, a, 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 a present uh, dressing, a present condiment. Exactly. I'm a person who likes to do, like, three or four gifts per person for Christmas. So like you can swap that out and as long as it's like a gift you would normally give them. Does that make sense? Like if it's something where it's like, I didn't just get this because I got it from another country. I got it for you because it made me think of you. And it's like a specific present I bought for you. Not just like, I buy you a Nova Scotian flag. Like if it's like, well, does Nova Scotia, yeah, fine. They don't have, they do not have a flag. I'm sure they have some sort of flag. Something like, welcome to Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia is for lovers. It's just Ellen Page giving a thumbs up. (laughs) I think that the nice thing about giving it during candle nights is that you spare yourself the the awkwardness of the person not having a reciprocal gift. Like, oh, oh, that's the worst. You got me this from China. That's cool. I was in... Logan County, and I have half a Gatorade left. Well, no, that's trip. That's not the scenario. The scenario is next time you go on international travels, oh. you know you got. We have uh, friends who spent the summer in in uh, in Africa, uh, and when they came back, they brought us like shirts that they had made for us, like out of these like beautiful fabrics uh, that were like sized to fit. And all looks super dope on us. And it's like, thanks, guys. We will never, ever be able to feel okay about it. There's nowhere we could go now and we nothing have to else stop we can. friends. Right. I got you a, a, a BMW. I went to Germany and I got you an authentic. That's where those are made, right? Mm-hmm. I, I got you an authentic Swiss Rolex. I think this is why everyone, before your friends leave for an international trip, you should just remind them what kind of weird little tchotchkes you collect. If you're like shot glasses, just know it's easy. I'm gonna take this weight off your shoulder. Just get me just like a, shot glass. Just give me a shot glass. I collect, you know, nail clippers from around the world. Just that's it. Don't Having worry about a it. collection is really a gift that you give other to people. The, to other people. I mean, mm-hmm. that is the most beautiful thing you could do is have a collection because now anytime anybody is like, um, hard up, let me just get Justin a uh, full motion video Sega CD game. 
from yeah. wherever country I'm at, and I'll just bring that home for him. No problem. <laughs> That's their whole fucking trip. It's like, what are we doing on Wednesday? We're in we're in Sydney, Australia. What are we going to do on Wednesday? Well, we got to find a fucking video game store, a, a used video game store that is very well stocked. I hear with, there's a, a back alley vendor. He's got the full motion videos right next to the they mob have to be, They've got to be NTSC format, which is going to be very difficult to find here. And it looks like the only one he does not have is Double Switch. Do you think so, they call it another shrimp on the Atari? <laughs> no! Why would it? <laughs> it might do that. This Yahoo was sent in by Ryan Barry. Thank you, Ryan. It's by Yahoo Answers user G who asks, I had a wet dream. I was being chased by a bear. Wait, what? There's no additional information. That's all you get. Damn it. <laughs> oh, God, um, the bear's going to eat me. And also, why am I coming? Oh, God, Listen, I just. I, I love kink. But you know what bears don't know? Safe horns. That's true. No, I can't That's imagine. It's a pretty good defense mechanism. The bear's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to go. You uh, said ducktails, so I'm going to back off. <laughs> no, ducktails can't, can't be our parental password to know that an adult is, is down and also be safe for, for rough stuff. Do you think it's possible that this person doesn't know what wet dream means and like they got so scared that they wet the bed and then they woke up and were like, I'm a man. Or they woke up covered in honey. <laughs> it wasn't a dream. It Rawr. was a dream. Um, by the way, this is posted in Yahoo Answers section titled Dream Interpretation. So you know that's all that we're doing for the next episode. <laughs> Our special dream interpretation episode. Um, Did anyone try to interpret this particular uh, uh, nighttime journey? Well, Yahoo, Yahoo, fancy? Yahoo Answers user Jamie did say, well, there's such a thing as an erotic nightmare, which, by the way, is the new subtitle of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an erotic nightmare for the modern era. Uh, even though I never had one. What others are saying is correct. Besides, when you dream uh, or have nightmares, you're in REM sleep in which you will normally have an erection anyway. No fucking way is that true, Jamie. How were your Z's last night? Good, I got down to like rim level four. Was hard as a rock <laughs> the whole time. Hey, let me uh, ask you guys, did you guys ever have wet dreams? Is this a real? Up, is this a I'm real? asking you too, did you ever have wet dreams? Growing up, I was so worried about having a wet dream. I was very proactive about making sure that would be a biological impossibility. Wet dreams. <laughs> you guys ever have a wet dream? I don't want to talk about this. Hey, you. brothers. Hey, my brothers. Hey, my biological brothers. Did you guys, when you were growing up, did, did you ever have come out a your wet while dream? You were sleeping? Did you ever uh, have nocturnal emissions? <laughs> Brothers, so mine. I feel like the very idea of wet dreams should be a thing that like people surreptitiously <laughs> bury in their backyard and never speak about. Like wet dreams is not a thing you post on Yahoo Answers and say like I dreamed about a bear eating me. And also, apparently, I was super into it. Oh, see, I didn't even consider the possibility that the bear caught and ate you. If that's the case, maybe you're into vor. Well, <laughs> you might be in a. Vor. Do you know what? Uh, something I learned last time we talked about vor. Our listeners really love it when I talk about vor. It's it's like uh, it's like listening to Conan O'Brien talk about video games. It's like something you think that this person doesn't know about. Guys, I know all about vor. Not that I. It's my particular cup of tea. I just find it very fascinating. And you know what else is weird? When you talk about vor, that's an ASMR trigger for me. Oh, what is that? ASMR. Oh, like, is it like the gentle gentle speaking? 
Yeah, and like ASMR videos, I've gotten really into them lately, you guys. Yeah, and me when too. You have like, ASMR, you get tingles. Like when people, you know like, that. Ha- Griff, you ever get that tingle when like you're getting your hair cut or like you're getting measured maybe for clothes, and you get that like tingle in the back of your head, and it's and then you wake up and you've come. <laughs> no, well, no, no, it's not like that. I just find it so fascinating the things that give people boners. Do you want to try? Do you, hey, you know what we should do? We should do an ASMR uh, uh, section. Okay. See, here's how you do it, right? You just, you're going to talk like this. And you say, like, hello and welcome to my clinic. I'm going to be your pretend doctor. Let me check. Just lie back and I'm going to massage your scalp. This is my partner. What is your practice? Why are you ASMR Batman? Uh, my practice is where's Falcone? I'm five fine Falcone. Uh, this is my partner, Doctor Travis Patrick McElroy. Hey, He's gonna take. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, we're here to doctor you. I don't think that was ASMR. I'm gonna rub your head. Rub, 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 rub. I'm rubbing it. This is telling me rub your head. Scalp, 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 scalp. Can I try? Can I try to do it? Yeah, go for it. Hey everybody, this is Griffin coming at you with my soothing ASMR. I did an arm fart. (laughs) What age of person is appropriate to be listening to their ASMR video? Sometimes when I'm on the ASMR creep, I find myself accidentally listening to a video of a person that might not be 18 years old. And then I have to say to myself, uh-oh, I, do I need to pump the brakes? Is question you're reading or Justin answers question? This is a Justin answers special Justin Knight's <laughs> mystery for you guys at what age? Because you know who has free time to talk quietly into a microphone? 15-year-olds. So I'm saying, is it okay to listen to an underage ASMR No, video? fucking of course not. I, I <laughs> I'm going to say so. right here that trap. ASMR is not inherently sexual. So yes, it's fine. What is it? What? What? Do you, it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Actually, it 100 percent is. What? Nope. Because you're you're gleaning a very intimate sensation from those videos. You did not know what ASMR was. Fucking. Th- you just went zero to judgy. In, in like three minutes, because you didn't know what ASMR was, and now you decided it's sexual. Classic. Classic. What is it? Perfect. If not sexual, what is it? It's just, just like a pleasant, dolls. relaxing thing. Mm-hmm. You know what else dolls. is? Wet dreams. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> nice, relaxing, wet dream. Ah. You ever wake up from a wet dream just feeling like you just like guzzled down a fresca? I feel ah. like a million bucks and also sticky. Thank you very much, subconscious. I enjoyed that quite a bit. This seems like one of those segments that people are going to tweet at us and say, like, listen, I'm usually down with anything, but that prolonged segment where you asked your brothers what wet dreams they had may have been too much even for me. What's up, you cool babies? Well, we only have, like, six boundaries left, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I it's, like, sweeps week. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're in the heat of fall pilot season. we got to compete with the fucking Flash somehow. Tell me about your jizz nightmare. <laughs> Tune in this Your week. Your Odysseys. Look at fucking Utopia. Utopia is going to be canceled in two weeks, and the world will mourn the loss of something that they never knew that they should love. Uh, we we could fall down the same pit if we Are don't keep it spicy. Are you talking about the spicy. hit reality 
show Utopia? I'm talking about the shit reality show Utopia that nobody but you and I are watching. It's amazing, right? We can't so, get started. Okay. I, we probably can't go down a Utopia rabbit hole, right? No. Okay. But did you watch the new episode? And aren't they kind of ruining it with confessionals? Um, I didn't watch this week's episode. We'll we have a special, it. like, topical, like, timely. Are you ready? This year, Halloween falls on a Friday. I'm excited to be able to celebrate the holiday on the weekend. What as the I love fuck are, are you costumes. doing? I'm what reading a question. Doing? I'm my own man now. Don't hold me back, Dad. What are you? You move out to fucking Cal. Now you're hotshot LA. Travis, we love it. I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm tired of you big timing. So you can go to In and Out Burger whenever you want. And I so do. it's so it's ten o'clock there. I'm done with this. Do you want to read? Go it? ahead. Let's hear okay. your LA infections. You take the four or nine to Halloween. Californians. You guys remember? Okay, you ready? Yeah, I guess. I only do one thing on this show, but I guess I'll just slide it over. This year, Halloween falls on a Friday. I'm excited to be able to celebrate. No, you? Okay, you take it. I don't wanna. I'm done with that now. I don't do that anymore. Now Justin's doing Yahoo's, and I just fucking kick it. (laughs) This year, Halloween falls on a Friday. I'm excited to be able to celebrate the holiday on the weekend, as I love dressing up in costumes. Would it be socially acceptable to go out on Saturday night in costume as well? Oh, sure. October October 32nd. Sounds good to me. (laughs) I don't want the party to end, but I also don't want to be the only person there in costume. Trick or troubled. Hey, good news. You will be. You will be the only person. Although, I I don't know. I mean, October 32nd is becoming an increasingly popular day for people to dress up in costume. I don't know about you, Griffin. I didn't understand a fucking word Travis just said. I didn't understand. Where was the inflection, the heart, the energy, the passion? He didn't didn't fuck up reading, like, a word that was three syllables long, um, which is, uh, I don't know, I've, I've just become so accustomed to the sound of your voice, I guess. It's a, it's a, there, there is no, there is no day that brings more of a tonal shift to your life. Maybe January 1st rivals it, but like November 1st is such a momentous thing. It's like, all right, we're done with those bullshit holidays. Time to get down to that sweet stuff. Um, the temperature plummets like 30 degrees overnight. The fall, the fall leaves start a fallen. Um, all the pumpkins turn to ash. And it's like, it's fucking go time. It's fucking turkey time. Have you guys, you guys think it's weird? I was thinking about this for the first time this year. I have a jack-o'-lantern on my porch now. Mm-hmm. I still carve. It seems like a lot of people aren't into that anymore. I don't see a lot of those anymore, but I still carve. Uh, and I have it there. And I was thinking about how I need to get rid of that. And then I was thinking, like, don't pumpkins kind of weirdly straddle the line between, like, Halloween and autumnal? Like, if I turn this bad boy around, mm-hmm. can it just be an autumnal decoration until yes. it rots, of course? Well, and then it's just, like, a commentary on life. Think about it. Think about it, people. I get I get this question because, like, so we'll take 30 seconds to talk about the fact that Griffin and I both dressed up as Bob Belcher from Bob's Burgers this What year. the fuck, by the way? What the fuck? Without, I'm almost certain I told you that I was doing no, that before. No, we haven't spoken in three weeks. And, true. and our wives were both Linda. It was great. And it was totally cute. And our friend Bradbury dressed up too. So we had this weird, like, are you? Yeah, I am. Did you? Yeah. Um, but so I've got a full beard and Bob has a mustache. So I like debated all day. Like, do I shave down for one night? Like, it, and it seems like all of this work, all this money you spend on costumes and time spending costume together and everything like that for maybe like six hours of enjoyment and then you're just done like it's not a thing like you're investing in for the rest of the year like you're i beg to differ i actually bought a wig that i think i'm gonna get a lot of use out of sexually (laughs) i didn't mean to say that last word again i keep doing that i keep adding in the 
I meant to think the last words, but then I say them out loud. God damn it. The mustache, too. You know God what? damn it. I was kind of depressing. This is the first year in, like, a long time that I haven't gotten, like, a Halloween costume together. It's always hugely stressful because Sydney and I burned, like, Wayne and Garth way too early in our yeah. relationship, and we should have hung on to it for a while longer. Uh, so I it's always hard trying to come through, up with... Though. Every seven years, you can do the costume over. You can. You think I can revisit it? You think it's time? Yeah, I'm looking forward to five years from now when I can do Marty McFly again. We all are. Um, I thought you were TMNT. I was, but it was really just a t-shirt and a mask. I mean, it was fine. It just wasn't for a party. Like, a lot of times with a Halloween party, I'm straddling that line between, like, people, are people going to get this? Mm-hmm. And it is... Does it bring? Do I think it's personally entertaining? One year I was Six String Samurai from that hit indie film Six String Samurai, and I walked around the neighborhood in just like a suit with a sword because that's like the whole bit, and nobody got that one. So that was not a good costume. I thought that was a failure on my part. Yeah, I mean we've all shot the shot the cannon indoors like that. Um, this was actually the first year I think ever where I was known. For well, I don't know the mo- the year the movie Kick Ass came out. I bought a, a Kick Ass outfit, but it was really tight, and I had to wear jeans <laughs> underneath it because my dick my dick was just like, "Hey guys, happy Halloween! Oh, cute costume. I'm Griffin's dick. Um, you could see me like I'm just out there." And uh, the mask didn't fit over my giant head, so I went maskless, and so I just basically looked like a a, a sex pervert who was really dumpy from the waist down. What and were you we didn't talking get recognized? about? I did, I did, I did, yeah. Speaking of this exact situation, last year, uh, right around Halloween time, but it is not Halloween, uh, a Halloween-related story, I was directing a uh, production of uh, It's a Bird, It's a Plane, Superman, and the young man who was playing Superman, who also is a listener of this program, hi, Drew, uh, he was... Drew Davenport? No. <laughs> Drew Edwards. Uh, he was playing Superman, and he was trying to figure out uh, what? How the situation down there mm-hmm. needed to be sort of curtailed or restrained in some way, <laughs> and he tried several options and was asking me for feedback. And so I was in the unenviable position of trying to tell a seventeen-year-old how much of his dick could be showing. Did you ask one time? Did you ask him to describe his different experiments using ASMR? <laughs> <laughs> You fucking weirdo. Uh, Start again. Whisper. Please. um, One of my friends asked me to ask you what the best solution was. One of my friends did that. What was the best solution? He he asked. His name is George. Some sort of like weight belt, I think, ended up being like the thing. It was like compression shorts that you do for sports. Wait, was one of the options he had lean into it? Yeah. Uh, like, for the moms, tuck, tuck <laughs> a few, tuck a few fake dicks down there, and they won't know which ones, which ones, right? Just make it look the like old decoy the, dick. the old Cthulhu's beard. Um, <laughs> you guys want a Yahoo? Yes, please. Um, this Yahoo was sent in by level forty-five thousand uh, Yahoo Answers user Drew or Yahoo Answers Shaman Drew Davenport. Um, thank you, Drew. It's by uh, Yadru Answers user Kelly45712 who asks, What are some cute Halloween names for spaghetti, French bread, and salad? 
What are some cute Halloween names for spaghetti, French bread, and salad? Okay, wait. So, like, she needs... I'll give you an example. This is Yahoo Answers, the best answer, uh, which I certainly will not debate. Uh, Yahoo Answers user Double says for spaghetti, spooketti. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. That's really good. It's really good. What about about witch's hair? That's pretty good too. See, that's what are we talking about? Like you're trying to trigger, like I'm gonna put your hand in there. It's like it's eyeballs. It's grapes. It's, what it's is grapes. it? It's, it's cool. It's always grapes. Some Medusa bush. <laughs> that was gross. I'm sorry, I said Medusa bush, everybody. <laughs> but you think about it, there'll probably be snakes down there too, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, are you no, no. Me right now. Yeah. If Medusa has snakes <laughs> for hair. That she would have tiny. You asked me about my night jizz. <laughs> Working on, on my night jizz. <laughs> I'm asking you if Medusa. Travis, you'll get one later in the show. Justin, I'm specifically asking you if Medusa has snakes down there. If the carpet matches the snakes. <laughs> I I have always thought of Medusa as someone who's down to clown 24 7. I'm assuming she keeps it shorn. Maybe just one strip of snakes, or maybe just snakes snake in a triangle. Just running. one special. Hi. Maybe she shapes it into the shape of a plane and is like, get it? My name is Dennis. I made the cut, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one pubic snake who's here every year. Um, I'm so lonely. French bread, Double says, could be dead man's finger or dead man's finger slices. Not as good as It's too small for a finger. It's more like a butt cheek that you cut off. Maybe like a toasted butt cheek. Dead man's loafer. Cut a man's butt cheek off and this is the butt cheek I toasted it. It's garlicky. It's Italian. What if you called the French bread salad? Because that's spookier than bread is, I think. Pretty good joke, Bazooka Joe. (laughs) Keep them coming. Um, what would the salad be then? Because what's worse than a spooky salad? It's pretty good, I guess. I mean, no, that wasn't my attempt. I'm just clarifying you mean a spooky name for a salad. You just call it a salad with scarrots. I like that. Tom Scarrett? Tom Scarrett. What about with like- Thousand Dylan dressing? <laughs> <laughs> and blue cheese. Oh, maybe, boochies, wait, did you start boochies? Obviously, boochies. I meant boochies. Boochies, of course, boochies. So, are you in the money zone? <laughs> I think so, actually. You guys have heard of TV, right? Wait, what? Have you guys heard of TV? Like, the show's episodic in nature. Like tuberculosis? No, like short movies, TV. I guess so. I got something better than TV. TV sucks. It's for old people. Whoa. just found out TV existed. Hold on. Yeah, can you fucking slow your roll? Sorry, I I let it go already. TV's last gen, and next is Hulu. But Hulu, you guys remember Hulu? Remember? (laughs) Now, what is Hulu? Forget Hulu, because now there's Hulu Plus. God, you're asking us to forget a lot of shit right now that we it's literally got, just heard about. It is an internet streaming service. It's got all the current season episodes of favorite shows like Modern Family, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, and every episode of some shows like South Park, uh, and which is just in Hulu Plus. If you want to well, get that whole 
South Park canon, that's the place to get it. Now that you've brought uh, up Hulu and I, I've done research on it in the last 0.5 seconds, they also have lots of uh, originals and exclusive content. Um, like, uh, so the second season of East List High, which um, season one and two are up, so that's like a full two days. You're welcome. Um, you can also watch uh, The Hot Wives of Orlando, which is a parody of The Real Housewives starring Casey Wilson, Kristen Shaw, Angela, like pretty much the greatest. Angela Kinsey, it's. They an just amazing cast. They just added uh, all three seasons of Burning Love, which is fucking the best and funniest show on television. You should definitely be watching that. Also, ATM Cycle Twenty One boys still in the house. Booch Tooch. Booch Boys are not out of the house. Boys, they cannot evict these boys. They can, however, put all of the contestants in a haunted asylum and <gasps> take pictures of them while people chase them with chainsaws and knives and shit. Quick, di- quick diversion to just like. Uh, wag my finger at the producers of ANTM. Some of us plan our weeks around it. So when you drop a recap special, yeah, and I, I have set an hour of my Friday night of, aside for your program. Not, not cool. And when you fucking tease the week before at the end of the episode that the next week's episode is going to be a very, very special episode where they tackle Adam's uh, unsafe drinking, uh, and then you follow that up with a fucking recap. I'm on, when I say I'm on anti-M recap, the only thing I can assume is that one of the contestants they expected to die did not. They budget for one to die every year, and it did not come to fruition. This I year. mean, they did get that one guy out who left. And I said, I, you know what? I said good riddance. I think we all know what guy I'm talking about, and his behavior was unacceptable. unacceptable. I do not accept it. Get, get the fuck out of here. Oh, wait, you're already gone because you're a fucking joker. For eight dollars a month, you could be having conversations just like this, but you don't have to pony up that eight bucks right now. No, we're going to give you a two-week free trial of Hulu Plus. Go to HuluPlus.com/slash/my-brother. That's all one word. HuluPlus.com/slash/my-brother and get two weeks free of Hulu Plus. Go. Ugh, talking myself out. Can I say, can I just say one last thing on the subject though? Yeah. Can you make it snack related? Just really quick. I thought that that dude's beard weave was looking a lot better. <laughs> I'm not that's not a joke it started to look a lot more natural I don't know what fucking witchcraft they used I too thought Denzel's beard weave was starting to look better two words people beard weave two more words free snacks Uh, we're gonna give you free snacks from nature box those are uh, delicious snacks that are are wholesome uh, snacks that don't have a lot of weird stuff. They don't Halloween have artificial. has come and gone. You've yeah, eaten time your fun-sized candy bars, your nerds, your nerd ropes, your nerd chains, your Tootsie Roll I'm, pops of all flavors. Time to purify. These snacks have no artificial flavors or colors or sweeteners. Uh, there's no trans fat. And there's no high fructose corn syrup. They're wholesome that you can feel good about giving them to your family or to trick-or-treaters loose. Give them a handful. Give me a handful of loose, loose choco <laughs> num nums. loose dark cocoa almonds, or loose mixed sweet potato fries, or loose peanut butter nom noms, maybe slightly warmed from sitting in the palm of your hand. We uh, got ran- sweet and savory and spicy snacks. We ran out of Halloween candy this year because we like completely under. It's our first year Halloween in this new house, and we totally underestimated how many trick or treaters were going to come. We ran out of candy, and so we started handing out these like rice crackers that we brought back from Japan. Like, enjoy, kids! You're going to have a real multicultural experience. You're welcome from the McElroys. So you can get a free box of these snacks and really get in there. Try them out. Go to naturebox.com/slash. My brother, and you'll get a a free trial box of uh, delicious snacks. Stay full, 
Stay strong. Go to naturebox.com slash my brother. Get a free trial of delicious snacks. Uh, here is a message for Corey from <gasps> Julia, Tim, Immo, Kate, Trevor, Robert, Elijah, Lydia, Lydia, Jason, Mari, Will, Katie, Gary, Evan, Cole, and Ev. They may have run out of space, but I'm nah, assuming Ev's there's a another cool one. Okay. Uh, Ev. He, here is the message for Corey. Happy birthday, Corey. Bazinga, you motherfuckers. I think that's trademarked. We're going to go to prison. Uh, we could not Bazinga. Bajunjos, we couldn't afford that adult teen baby costume you wanted, so we got you the next best thing. You're our favorite Cali boy whose sexy swag will take him far. We know you've got to go fast, so we'll keep this short. Grab yourself a boat drink and give Buckaroo some of your fuzzy hugs. Love ya. Sad and grossest voice. Sugar loaf. Oh, see, I thought it was going to go more like the direction of the dude from Men in Black. I have a second message here, and this one's from Corey, and it's just from Buckaroo. And Buckaroo says, that's right. We love you so much. We got you... Two messages from the Brothers McElroy. We got your back through thick and thin <laughs> through this entire commercial break, apparently. From your woodworking to your cooking, you've given us a lot. So here's to you, milady. Tip, tip, tip. May the... I don't know what I, any of this means. I'm just hanging in there. May the rest of your year be filled with primo goofs, dog kisses, and good times. And don't forget, Shrek is love. Shrek is life. All hail Shrek. All hail Shrek. Thank you, Shrek. Oh, man, that's fantastic. There's what a, a lucky of... boy that Corey is. So. Probably the luckiest. Uh, can I just say one thing? I do wonder how Buckaroo got their own message while Julia, Tim, Emil, Kate, Trevor, Robert, Elijah, Lydia, Jason, Mari, Will, Katie, Gary, Evan, Cole, and Ev had to go fucking splitsies like 14 ways on, the, on the first one. Yeah, pretty hard to, to, to figure that one out. Unless but... Buckaroo is their hive mind name. In which case, that's pretty sexy. We are Buckaroo. We are all Buckaroo. I am Buckaroo. I'm going to force Buckaroo into some sheep and make him run off a cliff. What's up? My name is Jasper Red, co-host of The Goose Down, along with the lovely Kimberly Clark, and we want to invite you into the comfort and groove of our podcast that encompasses the arts and entertainment. You can check us out at MaximumFun.org, also available on iTunes. See ya! My brother is older than me by nine years, and he has been my role model since I can remember, as is typically the case with an older sibling. He's a firefighter. He was briefly a pro kayaker. He's a carpenter. I'm feeling inferior, like, as I read this. Yep. He saved a dog from drowning. Cool. He basically matches all the criteria for being a true American hero, except he told me yesterday, after talking to him on the phone, that he's recently started sitting down to pee. Cool, 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 His cool, cool. reasoning is it's more sanitary, and you get to relax for a few seconds. Should I still look up to him, although I can't help but picture him sitting on the toilet to number one? Will this new image of I have of him pass? Should I be concerned? That's from Standing Strong in Columbus. Um, while in Japan, I sat down for every number, for mm-hmm. any number, because the toilets do some really great shit. Um, you can get a, you can get a, a soothing spray, which... Um, I always felt a very silent judgment from my wife every time that I exercise that option because you know, like you know, no door is thick enough to keep that sound out. 
That's true. That's a very specific noise. It's a very specific noise. There's a there's a motor involved. Um, but I, there's also deodorizers. There's all kinds of great stuff that you can get down there. It's a, it's a wonderful device. And I, I got to say, I kind of dug it, kind of liked it. There's very little, there's very little guesswork involved. There's very little uh, tri- triangulation that you got to do. If, if anyone else was in a career where they had to target something, right? If you, if you had cut your finger as a chef as many times as I have been caught peeing on the floor, you yeah. would have lost your privileges by this point. I have almost certainly lost my right to stand up to pee. I think I've abused that privilege uh, to, to a point that is, that is beyond the pale. I feel like it's, it, a, it's a weird stigma to be like, oh, you sit down? It's like, yeah, why? Why, why is that? I weird? have a question for our question asker. How did that conversation come up? Do you record a podcast? Because that's the only reason I talk about peeing with my brother. <laughs> hey, that's how was your day? That's the only pretty co- great. I went grocery okay. shopping. Did you stand up or sit down when you peed today? Boo. I'm pretty sure that the, the person didn't mean to phrase it this way, but they said, he told me yesterday after talking on the phone. I know they mean that like they learned this while talking on the phone, but I like to imagine they mean literally after talking on the phone, the brother was like, oh, 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 oh. facts coming in. <laughs> you got check the facts. Um, one more addendum. I always sit down to have wet dreams. That's not true. Do you guys want Yahoo? <laughs> yes. Um, this Yahoo was sent in by Jacob Locker. Thank you, Jacob Locker. Um, it's by Yahoo Answers user Heartbroken Kid. Oh, ah, oh, geez. Uh, Heartbroken Kid asks in the etiquette subcategory. Flushing food in the toilet? So my boyfriend was raised to flush food down the toilet, and of course I wasn't. (laughs) I told him... (laughs) Sounds like your parents are doing some A-B testing. Uh, I told him I do not approve of that and all the reasons why it is wrong and not safe, but he continues to argue with me about it. I told him if we move in together, I do not want that going on, and says it's our place, I'm allowed to, and I don't care. What should I do? I told him, well, with all the petty stuff I put up with you, you can't do that simple task. Yes, I know. Actually, researching people do this, but he is the first I met. It's gross as and as bad as what's already going on in the toilet. Uh, that's debatable. You don't know what I'm capable of in there. Sometimes when we do these Yahoo answers, um, I, I'm, I upset myself because I don't just disregard it immediately. I sit there and go, well, hold on. Are we talking about such and such or such? So, like, I'm listening to this question and saying, like, are you talking about, like, he finishes eating and there's some leftovers on the plate and rather than, like, go to the kitchen, he walks into the bathroom and scrapes his plate in the toilet? Are you talking about, like, oh, he dropped some goldfish crackers on the ground and rather than go to a trash can, he was next to the toilet and just threw them away? I just Googled it. It's a thing, guys. I'm reading a blog post now called A Case for Not Throwing Food in the Toilet. Why do we need a case? (laughs) Why do we have to get fucking litigious about this thing? It's against God's law. So wait, Griffin, I, I, I hate to ask you to sacrifice yourself like this, but tell me more about what you found from Google. Here's an argument for a case for not flushing food in the toilet. Flushing food creates clogs. Yeah. Yeah. Dog, when you put your fucking 
heaps of spaghetti in the toilet. It's not going to work anymore because it's not a garbage disposal. It's a toilet. You also run a terrible risk uh, of flushing food down the toilet, walking out of the room. It doesn't flush properly. You come back in two hours later and think, what the fuck what did in the I do? fuck? This thing's full of dude fingers. I have done that before with, uh, I'll empty out like the last of a, a Coke or something like down the in, into the toilet while I'm cleaning up. And I won't flush it because that seems like a waste. It's not pee-pee or anything. And then I'll come back in an hour and think, oh, my God, what has happened to me? Do you think <sighs> that that's a gateway drug to putting food in the toilet, Justin? It might be the first step. So, yes, in terms of what a gateway drug is. I also have to call out uh, on Friday, I went to use the bathroom and saw a, uh, a giganto thing of hair that had been pulled from the hairbrush that my wife had tossed into the toilet and not the trash can, which is right next to that option. That She had one thing that can definitely clog if you put enough hair in it, and then a trash can, and she went for the thing that you could definitely clog. So I had to get into the pee water to fish the hair out to put in the trash can, because I can't afford a plumber right now. I got a baby. My name's Dave Barry. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thanks. I've been Ray Romano. This has been my stand-up comedy podcast. Been everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> I, I guess I just don't understand. Unless you're eating in the bathroom, why is this more can white? <laughs> nop, nop, nop. Done, boosh. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I, just, nom, I, nom, nom. Oh, I couldn't possibly. I'm stuffed. I couldn't possibly sploosh. I can't understand why you like why you sit there and go, I know this is, this is the best option. This is what I want to do. To the point where your girlfriend says, like, hey, when we move in together, don't do that anymore. And he's like, don't try to change me. I mean, what's the fucking, what is the it's fucking argument? It's my life, argument? sweetie. I pay rent here, too, and if I want to put my leftover steak in the in the toilet, I the will. Cr- the craziest thing here is the pushback, really, because I think we're all waiting to get busted for whatever we're doing in the bathroom. We're all assuming that we're doing it wrong anyway. And if someone's like, calls us on any specific thing, we will instantly change. If I, someone if someone kicked in the door like, no, you're supposed to wipe side to side, I'd be like, fuck, 27 years I've been doing this wrong. God damn. I like that there's a part of this Yahoo Answers question that's like, and with everything else I put up with, I ask for this one thing and get pushed back. What else is this guy doing that this is the minor petty thing? He's cheated on me 96 times. He sold my dog for weed money. That's cool. I've made my peace with that. He sold my weed for dog money. He sold my weed for dog money. Um, and did Just not make a clean profit. Putting Nabisco brand vanilla wafers into the, the toilet. That's all I'm asking. My girlfriend and I have been dating for about a year now. Things are going great, but there's one issue that people keep bringing up to me. Only about three photos of myself and my girlfriend together currently exist. We just aren't big picture people, and I don't even have a decent photo capable, uh, decent photo capable camera or phone readily available. Should we be taking more photographs? I'm going to assume they meant photo-capable phone as opposed to a photo-capable camera. Because I think they're pretty. that's pretty high on the list I, of features. I also want to say you could probably have just said decent camera. Just a camera. I get just you. Decent but anyway. camera or f- photo-capable phone readily available. Should we be taking more photographic evidence of our relationship's continued existence or am I getting worried over nothing? Pictureless in Pennsylvania. This is actually I, something I've been thinking about a lot with like... The baby I've been taking, I don't know how many pictures you're supposed to take of your baby. I take a lot of pictures of my baby. But a lot of times, I'll, uh, recently, I've been thinking about, like, stuff will show her as she gets older. And, like, 
I don't have any pictures for my honeymoon, I don't think. You know, like, I don't think we took any pictures. Here's the thing. It's also, like, Teresa and I, until we got married, there were only in existence, like, two printed out photos of us. And I think what it is, is we live together, and we've lived together for almost our entire relationship. And, like, we see each other every day, so it just never occurs to me, like, there's no photos of us, because we're, like, together. But, yeah. like, my friends that, like, live all over the country, then I sit there and go, ah, it's nice to look on this picture of my brother, so I don't see every day, or my friend Justin, who I don't see every day, or my friend, you know. Do you it, look at a picture of us every day and I, just, like. I have a picture of you two right by the front door, and, so that every just, time I leave the house, I think about you guys. You just look and you think, you just think your thoughts about us? Yeah, a picture of the Jeff. It's a, the you and Griffin, I think, on, like, a subway or something, and some kind of train together. Um, oh, and like you're leaning nice. forward, and it's a very cute picture of both of you. And, you and I just, look at it oh. and I kiss it as I walk out. And I where say, do you like, kiss it? I kiss it square on the face, slow down. Okay, both of you, I, I will <laughs> ASMR, ASMR, ASMR I kiss both of you on the face, and I take turns as who's going to be the first one each time I do it. And then when I come, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and then God. I come home and say, I'm sorry I let you down again. <laughs> I'll get him next time, <laughs> tomorrow for sure. <laughs> And when I say leave the house, I walk down to the corner and just stand there for 30 seconds and walk back so you guys will think I'm trying to do something out here. Anybody want to put me in a movie? Uh, tomorrow for sure. There's, there hasn't been a single movie filming on my block yet. Um, we love it. But I'll get it. I'll get it for you guys. I'm out here um, for you. Griffin, do you know that I tried to get Travis? I tried to get Travis to go to Utopia to, so he could be on that show. Oh, fuck, Travis. You would have been great. You, gotta no, you, you can visit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can visit Utopia, and and here's the thing about you. Okay, we can't. Okay, I'm we sorry. can't. We I keep know. teetering on the super edge. Super quick. Super quick. Utopia is a reality TV show about people trying to forge a new community together. It's amazing, but they let people visit, right? And they film it because they're filming 24 hours a day. This is a situation that is bizarre to me because people have come in and inserted themselves into the romantic lives of these people. There's a gentleman who's a beekeeper who just came to sell him some bees and ended up on the show. And this seems very treacherous to me in California where people could drive up from L.A. And if you are crazy enough, if you do something uh, uh, noteworthy, you will end up in the TV show. That seems like irresistible. Yeah. I don't understand why there aren't more people uh, just getting buck wild in that place. Yeah, I imagine the waiting list has to be pretty pretty long at this point. How many pictures, like, okay, but see, I'm gonna, the other side of this is like, what if you walked into someone's house and they just had like 30 pictures of themselves and their partner just like as soon as you walked in the door and they were all like from like different poses and different outfits and they're like, this is our documented love. Well, nobody see? has that. That's what I'm saying. So like how many pictures do you need like, uh, I say that, like, if you're in a long-term committed relationship, you've been dating for about a year now, like, you're fine because the next thing that happens, I mean, really, not to freak you guys out, is you get married, and then they document the fuck out of it, and then you're good forever. And then, yeah, that's it. They, you, you super get that one. Yeah. Like, you super definitely 100% get that one. To the point where it is weird if you don't. Like, people yeah. will comment if you don't document the shit out of your wedding. So it's like, okay, great. Now, Teresa and I went from having two pictures of us to having, like, 200 a pictures billion. of us. And it's yeah, like, okay, I, we're good. I actually get keep a reserve of those that you guys have not seen. And and every, like, five years or so, I'll drop another 20. And we'll all remember. We'll all talk about it. Oh, it's so cold. But the food was so great. It was the most beautiful wedding t I went to that year. Well, um, well 
I mean, yeah, there were, there were other uh, yeah, that you sure, thought sure, were notable. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I think it's a tricky problem because it's not something that you can do anything about. It's a, 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 other people have to take the pictures of you. You cannot, you can't, well, we just got back from our honeymoon. We took almost no pictures. I mean, we didn't take pictures of ourselves at all. We had to get other people to do it. It was occasionally, occasionally incredibly awkward because once we climbed to the top of a mountain and asked a gentleman we did not know to take the pictures. And then he stood there for a while while we waited for the couple who was taking pictures at the sightseeing point that we wanted to get our picture taken at. And eventually after about 30 seconds or so, the man said, my tour group is gone. <laughs> That was a pretty cool time. It's like, that, that's what I'm talking about. That's, that is the kind of social issue I run into whenever I try to get people to take pictures of us. Yeah, I, I think uh, you're good. I don't think this is the thing you want to force or try to make happen. Or else, like, you might as well just, like, hire a photographer and say, like, hey, would you do, like, a session with us and take photographs? Could you have an open marriage and the third person is a photographer? There you go. There you go. I really liked our wedding photographers. I, Did I, you really, really like them? I've seen them at a couple <laughs> like other open weddings. Marriage like them? I've seen them at a couple other weddings, and they remembered us. So, I'm just gonna put that out there. Okay, just play it cool. Don't rush it. Yeah, I, I hope they're not listeners. Statistically speaking, they're probably not. On November 30th, I'm headed down to Cozumel, Mexico, to attempt my first Ironman triathlon. That's 2.4 miles swimming, 112 miles cycling. Nope. Oh, so this person's full of shit. And 26. <laughs> nobody's that's ever done a human being could do. Yeah, okay. I've been training hard, but I'm still nervous. It'll be grueling. No shit. The race will take 12 to 16 hours to complete. What are you doing? Do you have any motivational phrases or race tips I can use to get through the day? Not so far. Every edge I can get. That's Chris from Arlington, Virginia. Oh, jeez. Uh, carve it. Carve that race's butt up. What, uh, okay. You have to do one of the three of these. Doing all three is unthinkable. You have to do one of the three of these. Which would which would you guys pick? Um, uh, you know, I would say not swimming. No, fuck no. That seems like a thing that if you get exhausted in the middle, you die. You die. You would die, die. in it. I would definitely die at the running too. I think the cycling, I would be, I would get very sick. How much of it is downhill? Uh, I don't know, it's but 112 it's... miles downhill. I think I could do it. That's the one tight. thing about 112 miles in your cycle. You can take some breaks for coasties in there. You can get some coasties. Yeah. To try to like reacclimate. And I, you are sitting. So I, that's nice. It's also just occurred to me that I really hope that this whole triathlon is like a circle or else when you finish, it's 16 hours later and you're like a full three hours drive away from where you started. And you're like, so I, oh, how do you get back? Start back. <laughs> Um, maybe the best we can provide in terms of motivation is just telling you that it's impossible yeah. and so with every step you take know that you're defying both oh, us great. and the laws of of nature and physics so this is your friends and my brother my brother me telling you it cannot can't be done. be done no one you're gonna no one's crossing that finish no line. one man has ever finished an iron man challenge before um, you, th- you know what's funny about that it would be way harder to do if you were an iron man like really hard, especially yeah. the swim. I don't think you make it thirty seconds in the swimming if you're Iron well, Man. You would have to have a super strong bicycle to hold up the weight of the suit, and then you're gonna yeah. run, and like you're not allowed to use your blasters. Like you have to run. No thrusters. I saw That's, that. No. Yeah. 
Running, you're going to leave a bunch of holes in the ground because your suit's real heavy. Shouldn't this be called the Iron Person Triathlon? It absolutely should be called the Iron Person Triathlon. Or, or it should be called the Iron Imaginary Person Triathlon because nobody can do that 12 to 16 hours. I had a 10-hour flight that I sat through. I took two <laughs> naps, and I watched The Amazing Spider-Man 2. It sucked dick, and when I got off the plane, I was exhausted. <laughs> it can't be done. How much money? would you guys pay to participate in a triathlon? Now, hear me out. All the triathlon is, is it's at an undisclosed location that only the, quote, participants are told about. You get to hang out in, like, a bunker for 12 hours. Then they spritz you down with water, and you get to come out, like, real sweaty and be like, I did it. You I do did a, it. You do a half mile of cycling. You do 120 feet of the watermelon crawl. <laughs> <laughs> and then they will give you a certificate that says, like, I definitely did this. And then you get a bus ride back. That's the third leg. And back to 120 gets to be super feet. impressed. Everybody gets a participation ribbon, and you get, like, a, you get, like, a Photoshopped picture of you, like, running through, like, the ticker tape at the end. You're like, <laughs> no, you won't. It's Photoshopped because it, you can't even run, like, four feet. It's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be your head on. Uh, the body you of actually run. just lay down on a bed and raise your arms above you and look exhausted and then they remove the bed and stand you up and stand you up they photoshop you next to usain bolt he's got his arm around you this guy can run <laughs> there's a speech bubble in the photoshop <laughs> this guy's a this guy's a running fiend i everything i know about running i learned from steve the one condition i would need if i was going to do a tri- an iron man triathlon or an iron person triathlon if you like is that I at the end, I would need there to be complimentary pizza and pop. If I got <laughs> like halfway through and I knew that waiting for it at the end was co- complimentary pizza and my choice of soft drink, I Let, think I would Justin, be able to on. push through to the end. I'm going to sweeten the deal and motivate. Here's the motivation for our listener. At the end of the race, there's complimentary pizza and pop, but there's not enough for everybody. And I heard they were running out. <laughs> And you're okay, racing against, my, and you're racing against a bunch of hungry boys. <laughs> here is my no bullshit offer to you, Chris from Arlington, Virginia. If you complete the Ironman triathlon and you send us a picture of you completing it along with your mailing address, no Usain I, Bolt Photoshop, no, yeah, bullshit. no bullshit. If you finish this race, I will send you a complimentary through delivery complimentary pizza and two liter of your choice of soft drink <laughs> i am guaranteeing you free pizza and pop from my own wallet delivered to your door if you complete the triathlon but believe me you'll have earned it uh uh free pizza and pop there's the motivation uh, can Go i get and let's push it even further we will extend this offer to the first person who sends yes. us this thing. and it has to be i need you to have a sign like holding a sign it's like MBMBAM and date it because I don't want some old Iron Man triathlon photo. I want a new one. The first person to complete an Iron Man triathlon and send a a picture with something denoting it as for us, I will send you complimentary pizza. And don't do your own Iron Man triathlon. It has to be an official event. Don't just like while you're listening to this episode, like, I gotta go and start swimming. (laughs) Don't just start swimming. You need to be in water. At the end, you will be lost. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> All right, so that's going to do it for us here on My Brother, My Brother, Me. We hope you had uh, a good time. Uh, got some fun news for you if you didn't hear in the last episode or on our various social media channels. Uh, we are doing a live show in Huntington, West Virginia, our hometown, uh, at Huntington City Hall, December 21st at 7 p.m. with Sawbones. 
uh, the medical history podcast I do with my wife, Sydney, uh, we are uh, going to do a, a live recording called My Brother, My Brother, Me, Home for the Candle Nights, a Holiday Spectacular. Um, uh, you can get tickets to that. Bucks. Yeah, they're super cheap. 15 buck ticket. And you can get them at mbmbamcandlenights.brownpapertickets.com. We've had some people ask, like, how far is reasonable to travel in from? Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm not here to it's answer really that for you. You've got to look in your own heart. Um, but I know that there are people flying in for it. There are people driving I in. I know we have Chicago. sold tickets from as far away as Chicago. Um, Lindsay and Davin, uh, uh, that work at uh, Max Fun Friends, they have bought tickets and they live here in California with me. Um, oh shit! Yeah, and so I will say, like, it's going to be a great show. Um, it's going to be super fun. We're really excited to do it. So I think anybody who comes is going to have a great time. We're going to find some things to do in Huntington, either before or after, or maybe both. Um, There's a lot of places that are closer mm-hmm. than you would think. Uh, uh, Lexington is two hours away. Uh, if you're in Morgantown, it's about three hours. Pittsburgh, uh, about I four. think people in Morgantown, West Virginia, know how far away they are from Huntington. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Louisville's three hours. Uh, Nashville's like five, I think. We have some people coming in from Nashville. Tickets are selling faster than we expected. Um, we're not sold out yet, so that you still have a chance to get them. But do not wait. Um, make sure you get them, especially if you're planning to like tra- travel in and you're making those travel plans now. Go ahead and get your tickets before they sell out. Um, and sending and questions. You need, uh, some travel recommendations. I put some up on my blog, Justin McElroy. What is it? JustinMcElroy.wordpress.net, I think, or WordPress.com, where uh, I recommended some things to do in Huntington while you're here. There's also a, an event page on Facebook where I've posted that link and you should go say that you're going to come to the show and you can see that and make plans to meet up with people. There's a lot to do here. There's a lot of fun stuff going on. So uh, I think it's going to be a fun weekend. We're probably going to plan some other stuff around that that event. Um, um, if you want to send anything to the West Coast HQ, uh, it's P.O. Box 341769, uh, Los Angeles, California, Nine zero zero three four. If you want to send something to me, it's PO Box fifty four, Huntington, West Virginia two five seven zero six. We got one um, from Jason, and he sent us his band's album. The name of the album is Endless Dicks. Uh, I got a repurposed birthday card from Mary. Um, there we go. And we got, I got some games from. I'm gonna look that up while Justin talks about the something else. Okay, uh, I will talk to us about our Facebook group. Uh, it's at, uh, uh, just search for my brother, my brother, mate. It's there. You'll find it. It's not hard, but it's it's a booming community full of people that love you. Also, I want to say a big thanks to NatureBox. You can get great tasting, wholesome snacks. Go to naturebox.com slash my brother. Sign up to get your own free sampler box of those snacks. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off of the album Putting the Days to Bed. Um, it's really it's fantastic tunes, man. Um, we got I. This is what I got. I got a Shakespeare um, role playing game and uh, a slash fiction role playing game from Games by Playdate. So oh, at Games fun. by Playdate, send us those, and they look really cool, and I can't wait to play them. They also made the Sawbones game. They send you one of those. Ooh, really? Yeah, I didn't. Sawbones Sawbone. card game. That's it's fun. Awesome. Uh, Trav, we got a YouTube channel. It's uh, youtube.com slash mbmbam. Uh, we have a new cartoon up there uh, about scarecrows that you should go watch, and Trav's making bits for you to go. If you can subscribe to that and then just like send the link around to your friends. Um, and if you are Adult Swim and you want to make our cartoon into a TV show, just go ahead and do that and just send us a check or whatever. 
Also, I want to say I'm sorry that housekeeping is so long these days, but we just got a lot of irons in the fire because we love you and we want to keep doing stuff for you and with you and just having a great time. So sorry about that. If you want to skip it, it won't hurt my feelings, but uh, you shouldn't because you never know what you might miss, like new merch at maxfunstore.com. That's just more housekeeping. That's just more you might miss. You might miss more housekeeping. What What's our uh, featured Max Fun Show of the Week? I want to feature Song Exploder. It's so, so, so good. It's uh, Rich K. Sherway, who uh, uh, busts out the different parts of songs with the bands who did them. Did an episode with Anamana Gucci uh, on the song Prom Night, which is fucking fantastic. And Anamana Gucci talked about this group called Capsule that Rachel and I got really into while we were in Japan. <laughs> um, kind of want to make it. I, I love the... I love the Long Winters uh, theme song we have now, but th- these J-pop tunes are so fucking fresh. Um, so check that out. I may do my own podcast that has Capsule as a theme song, and I talk about Vor all day. Um, and I think that there's a very specific audience that would get very into that. Um, so anyway, yeah, go listen to Song Exploder. It's great. They talk about music parts and Vor. Excellent. That's going to do it for us. I think we're finally fucking done. Yep. This finally Yahoo was sent in by Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers user J-Rock, who asks, How come people laugh when they see someone with a wallet chain, but they cry when they lose their wallet? <laughs> Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother. May you kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, I'm Julie Sabatier, host of Destination DIY. It's a show about people taking matters into their own hands, and we're really excited to be bringing it to Maximum Fun. You know, having that experience of I can do that makes me feel like I can almost do anything. Here at Destination DIY, we like to push the do-it-yourself envelope beyond crafts and home improvement. So tune in to hear the stories of makers, builders, inventors, and all kinds of creative people. You can essentially build a do-it-yourself space program today, and uh, now, luckily, I'm part of that. Check out Destination DIY at MaximumFun.org or wherever you like to listen to podcasts.